Welcome to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer, America's Land Auctioneer. Before I forget, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. What a year we have had. Uh, we are about to close the books on 2022. It's just about in the history books. Uh, just a little, about a week away from shutting everything down, but uh, just a grateful year for a lot of people, obviously. Uh, a lot of good things happening in America. Uh, you look across the landscape. Uh, I know many people listening today, a lot of heartache and challenges as well. Uh, but the Christmas season is upon us, and what a time to to celebrate. And I certainly appreciate everybody joining us today on America's Land Auctioneer Show. There's a lot of things I want to talk to you about today. I'm in studio by myself today because I have a lot of things on my mind and I want to share with you. And also going to answer a lot of questions that I've received over the course of the last couple of weeks. Obviously, our show has to do with farmland mostly and particularly about agriculture. So we're going to talk about some of the trends that have appeared to be very notable in 2022 and a lot of questions from listeners about what our thoughts are from Pfeiffer's perspective going into 2023, looking at farmland values. You know, and really when I look back at 2022, uh, the thing that surprised me the most or that stands out as the most notable when it comes to farmland is the sustainability of the prices of America's farmland. You know, whether it's in North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, Minnesota, or even Canada. But, you know, you hear about stories down in Iowa and Illinois, all of the I states where they raise the greatest uh, corn yields in the country about some of the aberrations over there for farmland prices. Uh, the highest one I heard uh, this past year was over $30,000 an acre. Now, obviously, that is a highlighted one. That's the one that got all the media's attention. But, you know, that's not the normal price for, for cropland or excellent uh, superior farmland in, in, in Iowa or even in Illinois or any of those states. But, again, uh, you know, a lot of land in that area, a lot of land selling for fifteen to $22,000 an acre in the I states, uh, where they do raise just an, an abundance of corn and their yields are off the charts generally. And not only corn, but soybeans too. So when you get over into states where the Pfeiffer's team does a lot of business in Wisconsin and Minnesota, particularly southern Minnesota and even into Iowa, South Dakota, North Dakota now, and Montana, we're often referred to as the Western Corn Belt. But we also saw just some staggering numbers in farmland values this past year, no matter where it was. You know, and I guess another thing that kind of sticks out with me is we travel with the Pfeiffer's auction team and their brokers, uh, and we do land auctions and farmland transactions throughout the region, especially now as we travel in central and western North Dakota, selling land for three, four, or $5,000 an acre. Think about this in perspective. Those were Red River Valley farmland prices just 15 years ago. So now you're seeing those ranges in certain areas up and down uh, the Missouri River Valley, all the way from the South Dakota border uh, down along Strasburg, North Dakota, or Pollock, South Dakota. And as you wind your way north on both sides of the river, whether it's Fort Yates County um, or, uh, and uh, on the other side in, in Emmons County, or Sioux County, I should say, at Fort Yates, um, and go up and uh, to Morton County and from Emmons County on the other side up into Burley County, as you stretch and go north, 
along the Missouri River, seeing a lot of farmland values as you go north, uh, from south to north, anywhere from $5,000 an acre in that $3,000 an acre range. The Pfeiffer's team recently had sales over in a lot of those areas along the Missouri River north, and not just along the river, but in bordering counties, uh, that we just saw some absolutely uh, remarkable results in some sales. Uh, Whenever you start hitting $5,000 an acre in that area, or $5,500, we've sold some in the $6,6500 range in in central North Dakota, and then also in western North Dakota, it's not uncommon anymore to get $2,500 to $4,000 an acre for exceptional cropland. So when you think about it from that perspective, yeah, if you go back 15 to 17 years or whatever, those were Red River Valley farmland values at that time. So for those of us who do this for a living day in and day out, and we follow it every minute of every day, uh, it's uh, it still is surprising to me when I look back, especially, you know, if you go back even further back into the 80s and 90s, really for many, many years, farmland values never really changed that much. Uh, but when we saw the big run up from 2009 to 2015, when land values basically doubled during that period of time, I think it surprised a lot of people. And then after the 15 uh, year land values dropped about 20%, you know, statewide and pretty much region wide. And then they leveled out. They leveled out in 16 and they leveled out until about 15 months ago. And then they started this huge increase again uh, last year, anywhere from 20 to 30 percent in the region. And again, this year, 20 to 30 percent in the region again. And now we're at record all time highs again. But where does that take us? Where do we go from here as we now close out the books on 2022 and 2022s in the rearview mirror? And we look upon 2023. In fact, uh, Alex from, he actually is on the Minnesota side over in the Georgetown, Minnesota area. Uh, He emailed me recently and and asked, what are your thoughts about farmland values in the region going into 2023? Well, I can tell you this, and I just had a conversation with some friends of mine most recently, and I'm going to talk about some particular sales we have coming up that are absolutely incredible. Give you a sneak peek going into 2023. But it's just amazing, um, you know, these high values, Alex, uh, your question is spot on, you know, basically, you know, where are we headed? What type of landscape are we going to see for pricing? Uh, I look at it this way. I think the window of opportunity, if you're a seller, is starting to close rapidly. I think eventually... All the cash that is in the system is eventually going to be invested back into American farmland or other real estate or into the stock market because there will be opportunities there again as well. But there is a lot of cash on the sideline, not nearly as much as there was 12 or 15 months ago. So there is going to be some concern with that. But the, the pressure right now, the pressure right now, two things basically, inflation eroding equity. Uh, for everybody, not just the American agricultural producer, but for everybody, Main Street businessmen, anybody who's um, in the workforce, you're seeing it day in and day out, whether it's a long commute to work, uh, whether you are having to travel a lot for your for your work and you buy meals or lodging or whatever it might be. So you're seeing a lot of your equity being eroded by uh, record high, 40-year high of inflation Uh, The Federal Reserve trying to chop it down to 2%, and they're hawkish that they're going to keep moving and moving towards the 2% mark for inflation, and we're hovering in that 7% to 8% range now. So we've got a long, long way to go. 
But the reason I'm bringing all of this up is eventually there's going to be such an erosion of savings and cash out there that a lot of people that borrow money to buy farmland are not going to be in the game much longer, Uh, particularly now with these huge interest rates that we have seen since March of this year. The Federal Reserve keep on just they're relentless on their insistence that they're going to reach 2% inflation. And they think the way to do it is to clear off their balance sheet as much as they can and raise interest rates. And I am not in agreement with how that is working right now. I think it's going to be tough on the American agricultural producer. I think it's going to be tough who want to, for people who want to expand their farmland footprint. Think of this. If you bought a farm today for $1.5 million, let's use that as an example, and you want to put $500,000 down or to get into your loan-to-value ratio with your lender, you have to finance a million of that $1.5 million. While in March, you likely could have borrowed money at 35 to 4%. Today, you're borrowing money at 75 to probably 8.5%. You are now paying forty to $50,000 more in annual interest, more in interest, forty to 50000 more in interest today on that loan than you would have paid in March. You don't think that doesn't take a lot of people out of the game? I know as a buyer, it takes me out of the game if I want to use somebody else's capital to buy farmland. And I think the Federal Reserve is... I don't know if they understand, you know, and these are pretty intelligent people that sit at the, on the Federal Reserve, but I don't know if they fully understand the negative impact that this is going to have on American agriculture because there are a lot of farm producers, whether they're raising cattle, raising hogs, putting in crops or whatever it might be, value-added agriculture, whatever. There's a lot of producers that are borrowing money to put in a crop or they're borrowing a portion of it to put in the crop. And a lot of people use, and in agriculture, they, they are using other, someone else's capital to buy farmland too. So that is, that's going to be a huge erosion of equity. The debt-to-equity ratio of the American farmer is strong today, but this erosion is going to start taking place significantly in 2023, and it likely will have a negative impact on farmland values as we see them as we start to close out the books on 2022. As you can tell, I'm not a fan of where we are in these interest rate scenario. Why didn't we, since we have intelligent people sitting on the Federal Reserve, why wasn't there more methodical planning? Why not? When, when Janet Yellen was the, the head of the Federal Reserve, why did not, they did not plan this out more pragmatically, more methodically, more deliberately? Instead of taking huge increases and doubling interest rates, more than doubling interest rates within a six-month period. But you can see I'm on my podium today, pounding and pounding, and I'm going to pound some more of the balance of the show. Folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. Our show every week is sponsored by Pfeiffer's Auction and Realty and Pfeiffer's Farmland Management. You know, their team of farm equipment and farmland auctioneers, their real estate agents, their farm real estate brokers, and their farmland managers. Nobody, nobody in this region does it better than the team at Pfeiffer's. You can reach them at 877-700-4099, or you can email them at info at Pfeiffer's.com, and I'll make sure they get your message, whether it's a question or a comment or whatever it might be. And again, if you want a free consultation from the team at Pfeiffer's, just get a hold of them at info at Pfeiffer's.com or 877-700-4099. 
Folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer. We'll be right back after this break. Thousand dollar bid, two thousand dollar wear, seventeen fifty dollar here now too. Sold away for seventeen hundred and fifty. Here now one thousand thousand dollar bid, and now one now ten thousand dollar fifty dollar bid, and now fifteen hundred thousand seventeen hundred and fifty dollar here now too. Welcome back to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer, America's Land Auctioneer. Again, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for joining us on your favorite radio station today. And just a reminder, if you haven't listened to all of our shows, if you'd like to go back into our library of podcasts, you can listen to all of our podcasts, and almost 100 of them uh, having to do with farmland easements, mineral rights, royalties, estate planning, succession planning, Whatever it might be, a lot of topics from professionals all over the region. Uh, some really intriguing ones, in fact. Uh, I got some of my favorites, but if you want to get into our library of podcasts, and you can listen to those, by the way, on Apple or Spotify, all you have to do is go to pifers.com. That's P as in Paul, I, F as in Frank, E, R, S as in Sam.com, pifers.com, and listen to any of our previous podcasts. A lot of great information in there from some of our spectacular guests that we've had over the course of the last two years. You know, we've been running our radio show here now for a couple of years now. We've never once repeated a show, and we never intend on repeating a show. All of our shows are either previously recorded or live. We try and they're all fresh. And I am sitting here with all of you this Christmas weekend. Uh, thankful that you're all listening. Hope you and your families are safe. And hope you had a great year uh, for those of you who experience uh, tragedy and heartache, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to you this Christmas season and, and wishing for the very, very best for you and your family uh, in hopes that, you know, the new year brings joy to everybody. Uh, I know for us and in our, in our organization at Pfeiffer's, we are so thankful, so very thankful for the ability to work with such incredible people, people of character throughout our region whether it's in Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota. Over the course of the last year, this Pfeiffer's team, we did 219 auctions this past year, and I cannot even begin to tell you how many new people I've met uh, that set great examples for all of us, that intrigued me with their integrity and their strong character, uh, their passion for what they do for a living, uh, and their commitment to themselves and their families and to their communities. Uh, that part of it shines probably more than anything in the hearts and minds of those of us at Pfeiffer's. Uh, we feel we are the lucky ones to be able to work in this profession, to meet so many new people every day uh, that come to our auctions and bid on equipment or land, or we work with them and represent them in the selling of their farmland or their equipment or whatever that might be. And how easy it is for all of us to work together because the trust and confidence and faith that we have in one another. A lot of times I never even meet my clients. I might meet them on the phone or by email. Uh, many, I have many clients that I've never met in person. Sometimes we may run into each other in the future. Uh, but again, it's, it just, I think, it has so much to, to do or to it just tells us a lot about the character of people in this part of the country where, yeah, we still do things by contract. We have to have a contract. The state of North Dakota requires it, whether we're selling land or equipment by auction or through a real estate listing with, uh, through our brokerage company. 
But when you think about it, you know, really, you know, a lot of it, you know, any contract, you know, can be criticized or it can be negotiated or it can be disputed, I suppose, at some point. But boy, that is so rare and so rare in our part of the country. There is so much good faith that goes into all of this. And I think, you know, to, to just reflect on our team at Pfeiffer's, we have such an experienced team. Uh, all of them grew up in this part of either Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Minnesota. They have a lot of integrity. They grew up in, on, in far, on farm families. They grew up in these farming communities. And I, and I think their character is often reflected in that first handshake or that first phone call. And they do. They honestly do. They always put their best foot forward for our client. And more than anything, that's made, that makes me proud of our team at Pfeiffer's, the work that they put into it. They want to do the very best they can always. That's the hallmark of the Pfeiffer's team is doing the very best they can every time for their client. Yes, it's got to be a win-win deal for the buyer and the seller. But when it comes to representing the client, the Pfeiffer's team, I don't know of anybody in the region, in this business, whether they're selling farm equipment, farmland, or managing farmland that does it better with more integrity and more passion than the team at Pfeiffer's. And their results, their results speak for themselves. They have set an unbelievable precedent in this business, in this profession, over the course of the last 25 years of getting the best results of any team in this profession in this region. I may be biased, but I work with them every day, and this team is fully committed. Whether they're selling 80 acres in Burke County or Dunn County or Cavalier County or Slope County, They'll drive five hours to do an 80-acre auction. They're not going to just slap it on the Internet and do a timed online-only auction. They're going to bring the team of auctioneers and ringmen and their staff to get this done, whether it's 80 acres or 8,000 acres. That's how committed this team is to getting it done for their clients. And, I, and it's just you don't see that a lot today. In any profession where you have somebody bend over backwards, take that extra step, go that extra mile, to work on behalf of a client. They don't complain about it. They don't go into it grudgingly. They don't go in and say, oh, Jesus, a lot of work. We got to go out there again. We got to drive all the way to Minot. We got to drive to Wilson or Crosby or Noonan or wherever we're going. I never hear this team complain. They are always, always focused on their client and doing the very, very best they can for their client because they know it's a gift to be able to represent somebody and have an outstanding outcome for their sale whether they're selling tractors or combines or farmland or whatever it might be this team has an enormous amount of commitment and when i look at what they do day in and day out whether it's andy murnack and jim savvy and ali pierce and john soretti and bowman or whether it's our team out of the corporate offices in fargo and moorhead whether it, you know it's steve link or jared nelson or Jack Pfeiffer, or Terry Shurseth, or Steve Dalen, or whoever it might be, this team, all the way to Lakota, Jim Walker to New Rockford, Corey Longnecker, Alan Butts, and Steve Miller, and Bismarck. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Darren Peterson and Abby Messer out of Steele. These, these folks are so good at what they do, and they not only love the profession and the people they deal with, but they love the communities that they serve. They, are, they live in these communities, they build these communities up by volunteering, by donating, and they spend an enormous amount of their personal time, day in and day out, being community-minded and family-minded people. And 
that is the character of the Pfeiffer's team that I am so proud of. Yeah, I like it when they get good results for our clients because we are a results-driven company. But when I see what they do, I call Jim Sabby or I'll call Jim Walker and they're at some benefit auction or they're at some fundraiser for somebody in the community. That's what excites me. And that's, that's what hits my heart. And I say, you know what, the team at Pfeiffer's, this is what we really are all about. We're all about it. We're not some big corporation out of Minneapolis or Scottsdale or wherever it might be. This team is rooted right here in North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, and also in Minnesota. When I look at our team in South Dakota and Sioux Falls at our new facility down there, the passion that Megan and Chris and Kyle and Josh have, they just I tell you, it, it brings a lot of joy to my heart and a lot of respect for what all of these people do. So again, it's, it's not easy, but I tell you what, if you want to deal with people that have your interests at heart, you got to call the Pfeiffer's team. Because again, whether it's their farmland or equipment auctioneers, their farmland managers or their real estate brokers and agents, nobody does it better. In fact, nobody does it better with more passion and more experience and more commitment than the team at Pfeiffer's. Nobody does it better. Folks, you've been listening to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer. We have a number of things we want to talk to you about today, and I also have a number of questions I, ha- I, have, I have to get to. Uh, we're going to be addressing some of those. And then also in the last two segments today, I'm going to give you a sneak peek of some of Pfeiffer's upcoming auctions. The team has already booked around 34 to 35 auctions here for 2023. And my, oh my, some of the offerings that they have are going to impress you and surprise you in some areas we didn't sell land in 2022. Folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer. We will be right back after this break. Welcome back to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer, America's Land Auctioneer. Just a reminder now, if you failed to listen to last week's show or any of our previous 90-plus shows that we've done, you can also listen to them on our podcast. They are all recorded on podcasts. You can listen to them on Apple or Spotify. It's pretty simple. All you really need to do is go to the Pfeiffer's.com website. That's P as in Paul, I, F as in Frank, ERS.com, Pfeiffer's.com. And there's a click on the radio banner on the Pfeiffer's website. And then you'll get into our entire library of the recorded podcasts. And there are some excellent ones on there. I, I love going in there and listening to some where we had some incredible guests over the years uh, we've been doing this now for a couple of years. We've never repeated the same show a couple of times. Uh, but, you know, when we go back to uh, 2022, we had so many really incredible shows. We actually had the American Wine Girl on a couple of times. We were with her and also in Palm Springs recently, and she's recorded a couple of shows for us. Did an outstanding job. It's always fun to listen to her, to Carolyn Covington. Uh, she likes coming on the show, uh, a Fargo South girl, uh, doing well and director of uh, wine education at Pippin Hill Winery in Virginia. She's going to be on again here in a couple weeks. She's agreed to come back on and give us some updates on her career and how she's doing and all those good things having to do with viticulture. 
But uh, we've had some great guests on over the years, you know, and uh, I think back to some of them that we've had with, uh, I like the ones with the attorneys that came on. You know, we had John Williams and Jessica Foss at the Fredericks and Byron Law Firm. We talk about the importance of properly structuring your farmland operation and doing succession planning. We had John Benson from Heartland Trust talking about, you know, how do you put together, you know, basically a trust and what type of trust should you have? Uh, different types of wills and those things. How do you manage all of that? And what are the thresholds that the the federal government has established for estate planning now? And what can you pass on without taxing? And what are those limits? So we always get into that type of thing. Um, we've talked in the past about how do you, what's the difference between undivided and divided ownership of land? And how should you really try and structure that? Knowing that one shoe doesn't, you know, one size doesn't fit all, I should say. So again, there's there's a lot of good things there. Uh, I certainly enjoyed all of the shows that Jim Sabby from our Bowman team, he joined us. He was on quite often and always brought quite a bit to the, to the discussion. And then Ben Tilburg out in Wisconsin telling us about all the farmland values and the trends of uh, agriculture out in Wisconsin. So those were always, those are always some of the fun ones for me. Uh, but when the professionals come on and they can provide you basically good advice, sound and free advice, if you want to call it that, it's kind of fun too to, to make sure that you get an opportunity to listen to the people that I get to interact with every day in this profession. Uh, because for us at Pinefers, it isn't just about selling your land or your equipment and then we can collect our commission and we go down the road, right? We don't do that. We got to know more. We need to know more up front. You know, what are your tax ramifications? How are you currently structured now? What, you know, and again, we're not going to, we're not going to ask you or extract all your financial information, but for us, we need to know, you know, what is your cost basis on your land? Do you know, do you understand fully what your ramifications will be for uh, capital gain tax? Have you considered doing a 1031 or a 721 or, or doing an upread or whatever it might be to defer that tax? And you can defer it into perpetuity. There's ways to do that or defer it to your, to the date of your death. And then your heirs get a new stepped up basis on that valuation. They can sell the property and you don't have to worry about the tax. So there's a lot of things that we like to ask and we feel it's important that we ask that. Do we have to? No. We don't have to ask those questions, but we want to ask those questions because we want you to be fully informed. Uh, and that's what we do on America's Land Auctioneer. We try and make sure that you are fully informed about all the different ramifications. We may not ask all of the right questions, but, you know, we talk a lot about that at Pfeiffer's. And we want to make sure that when we get into the closing and, you, and you're going, oh, my I'm going to have to pay taxes on this. We don't want that surprise. We, that's, that's not what we're in it for. We want to make sure that all of this is properly thought out because there is going to be a day when you got to pay the tax man. And you know, so again, it's just a matter of making sure that we ask the right questions or maybe you even ask the right questions. Well, I promised you I'd give you a sneak peek at 2023 for the Pfeiffer's team. Tell you what's really excited me about the Pfeiffer's team coming up here. Just some incredible cropland coming up in Steele County. You know, we over in 22, we didn't uh, do a lot of business in Steele County. We had a couple of auctions there. They went exceptionally well. But the Pfeiffer's team is going to be offering in January and in February two exceptional farms in Steele County. And you're not going to believe this. Both farms are in Hugo Township. I don't think I've ever sold a quarter land in Hugo Township. I've always wanted to because it's got some of the best farmland in North Dakota. And the, this farmland, uh, one of them is within two miles of Hope, North Dakota. And the other one is within five miles of Hope, North Dakota. 
But on January 18th, 320 acres for Ruth Jager in Steele County. This auction here is just, I, I wish we had the sale today because I, I'm so excited about doing this sale for Ruth. This one here is going to be a half section. It's going to be sold in two quarters. My, oh my, think of this. An 88.6 soil productivity index average and a 90.6. Now, for all of you over in that area and throughout farm country, you know how good those lank and loam soils are. They're so unbelievable. The productivity index is into the 90s. So these, this farm is basically all class two soils. And there, there might be one or two acres of class three soils. But these Balaton uh, uh, wired loam soils and these Gilby uh, flom soils, my God, they're some of the best. They're like the Williams Bobell soils out in Burley County, Emmons County, out in that area. Uh, they're just highly productive, and they lend themselves to such great cropping rotation to improve soil health and insect control and that type of thing. But it's, it's going to be an incredible auction. The one parcel is 160 acres, and the other one is 160 acres, and it's almost all cropland. Uh, it'll be one of the highlights of 2023 for the Pfeiffer's team, no doubt about it. But then there's another exciting one coming up, too. One that's really incredible. Uh, this one's going to be, yep, you heard it here on Valentine's Day. It's going to be on February 14th. Uh, Colby uh, Boder and Don Boder, Donald Boder, uh, they both live in Fargo, North Dakota now. But they farmed in that region for a long time. This is an incredible family. Uh, I've gotten to know them really well over the course of the last couple months and got a lot of respect for Colby and Donald. Um, very sharp individuals. Uh, very successful in their own right and in things that they have done in their lifetime. And uh, their love and, and commitment to their community of hope. And uh, But they've decided to, uh, to sell off just a few quarters of their land. We're going to be selling on Valentine's Day 480 acres of land and almost all Class two and three soils, mostly barn sway alone soils. I love these soils because you see a lot of these in Steele County, Griggs County, you see some in western Grand Forks County near the Arvilla Laramore area. Uh, they go also south and a little bit west into Barnes County, Lamore County. But whenever I see, you know, any of these Barnes Boosie loam soils or the Barnes Sway loam soils, I get really excited about an auction. Soil productivity indexes well into the 70s and 80s. And again, like uh, the Ruth Jager land, really high productivity, highly productive cropland. And then also it lends itself to great cropping rotation so that you can raise corn, soybeans, wheat, barley, canola, sunflowers, dry edible beans, and a variety of different crops. You know, that all helps improve soil health. And it, and it really, it really, uh, it just, it's, it's the whole package. It really is the whole package. Now, that sale is going to be Tuesday, February 14th uh, for the Boater family there, for Don and Donald and uh, Colby. February 14th, Valentine's Day at 10 a.m. You got time to bid online. You got time to come to the auction in Hope, North Dakota, and then you can get back for Valentine's Day, whatever it takes for you, the balance of the day. But those are two of the highlighted ones that we got coming up. They're just going to be outstanding sales. And then moving westward, uh, the Pfeiffer's team is going to move westward. We got some incredible land out in Ward County. Uh, and again, these sales out in Ward County this past year, my oh my, it's been incredible the, some of the results that we've had out in Ward County. Now, this one in particular, this, uh, this sale we got coming in Ward County, it's got soil productivity not index numbers, hardly anything less than 75 and, and way into the high 70s and 80s. This is going to be for the Walker family. 
And I look at this one here and I'm going, you know what, think about this. If you want to buy 786 acres of the best farmland in Ward County, just basically north and east of Minot, not all that far, probably five, six miles. What a great opportunity here. So again, and that one's stacking up here. That one's going to be February 7th. And then in Minnesota, I tell you, the Pfeiffer's team, I don't know how Andy Murnack, uh, you know, Andy Murnack's got a big stretch from Bowman, North Dakota to Wilkin County, Wolverton County. Uh, my son, Jack Pfeiffer, and I were on this farm not too long ago. This is an absolutely incredible farm in Wilkin County. Uh, this, this one here is probably some of the best farmland you'll see in all of Wolverton Township. And it's, it's basically about three or four miles north of Wolverton. Some of it's on, I, on Highway 75, Minnesota Highway 75. Soil productivity indexes, are, they're just going to knock your socks off well into the 90s. I mean, there's one piece that might be around 88, 89. But when you look at it, my, my, we were out there, I was like, you know what? This is incredible land that never, never really changes hands out there. And this is for the Ray and Lucille Nelson Family Partnership, uh, double LP. Uh, just, I tell you, there's going to be a total of 563.96 acres. So stretching all the way, and we've got some in Becker County. I'll tell you about that in our final segment of the day. But stretching all the way out from the eastern part over here into Minnesota, across the Red River, some of the finest sugar beet, corn, and soybean land you'll ever have an opportunity to buy. All the way out into, all the way through down in the Hope uh, area in Steele County, and then all the way out to Minot. And I'm going to highlight some more in our final break. Folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer. Before we take our final break here of the day, I want to thank our team at Pfeiffer's Auction and Realty and Pfeiffer's Farmland Management for sponsoring our show and our podcasts every single week. They do a great job. If you want to get a hold of Pfeiffer's land and equipment auctioneers, their farm real estate agents and brokers, or their farmland managers, you can do so calling 877-700-4099 or email them at info at Pfeiffer's.com. They'll give you a free consultation too. Nobody, nobody does it better at the team Pfeiffer's. And nobody does it with more passion. Folks, you're listening to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer. We'll be right back after this break. Nobody getting a number 35, and I have sold it right there. Good purchase, great buy. Alvin bid on here now, $50,000 bid now, $25 bid, $30,000. Alvin, $25,000 bid, $30,000 here now, $30,000 Welcome back to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer. Glad you could join us for our final segment today. And what a beautiful weekend. I know there's been treacherous weather all over the region, but I mean, leaning into Christmas and my final guest of the show today, Jim Sabby out of Pfeiffer's Regional West Office. How are you doing today, Jim? Hey, good, good. Just uh, can't complain. We've wrapped up the year and uh, looking forward to another great one. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you guys and everybody out there. Uh, we're uh, we're approaching that uh, here tonight, and going to be uh, a great time. And uh, hopefully, everybody gets to be with families. I know the uh, we're ta- they're talking for Sunday here. We're supposed to be in uh, just about 40 out west. So after going from 15 below about every day this week to 40 above, it's going to be we won't know how to act here on uh, Sunday for Christmas Day. Yeah, what a what a winter for weather, and you know, really, we're only a few days into legal winter. Uh, but just unbelievable. The relentless wind this year has been absolutely unbelievable. You know, a couple, you know, about 10 days ago, the Pfeiffer's team was up in Minot, North Dakota and Ward County. 
selling land over in that area, Renville County, Ward County, and then traveling over to Newtown for an auction. Uh, for I think I was in Montreal County, and then over to Bismarck and Burley County, and then over to Biz or to Steele, North Dakota, to sell land. Uh, that, that was actually in Emmons County. But I tell you, the last ten days, that uh, this last stretch has kind of wore me out, Jim. It's uh, I take a lot of pride <laughs> in this. I, I I take a lot of pride in sprinting to the finish line, and we did this year what two hundred nineteen auctions or whatever, but. Boy, the, the weather really wore us all down this last trip here. And, you know, think about it. We've done 2,000 auctions, Jim, in our 23 years at Pfeiffer's. You've been a big part of that, Jim Savvy. And you think about it, in, in 2,000 auctions, plus or minus, we've only had to postpone five auctions. So when you think about where we live and where we do business in the Northern Plains, to have to only postpone five auctions over, over that span of years, that's pretty incredible when you think about it. You know, we're very fortunate and, uh, you know, we've, this last week has just been tough on us all. You know, you, um, the sale up in Newtown, Andy and I was supposed to be up for that. And, and, uh, you and Steve Link had to handle that for us because we couldn't get out of Bowman. And, uh, you know, so I, when we, when we have to move sales and cancel them and postpone them, I should say, it's kind of, it's kind of tough on everybody. But, um, you know, you look at uh, the guys running the country. Uh, you can't get there and you're, you're under stress and you're driving under adverse conditions and, and, uh, trying to be safe. And, you know, and that's what it's all about is we want to, we want to do best by our clients to try to get everything done. But there's sometimes you just got to hold back a little bit and say, Hey, we're going to hold off a few days. And, and, you know, things did kind of straighten out, uh, you know, last Saturday, I think you had a sale there at steel that was tremendous for Emmons County. And, and, uh, we had to move that, I think from Thursday to Saturday. And uh, didn't really affect it, you know. I think uh, with the worldwide web, uh, you know, that keeps everybody informed and and uh, makes it tougher on our our uh, girls down at the office trying to get everything updated on the web and you know maybe do some radio ads. But it all worked out, and uh, we're just fortunate that we got through them and and uh, able to get the job done. Yeah, it's been quite a year to the finish, you know. And I, you know, in the first three segments, I talked a lot about the character of the Pifers team and the integrity that they have and the team players that they are. And, you know, think about it. We all pick up for each other and we're able to get all these sales done for our clients. But, you know, always, always, you know, we preach this at Pfeiffer's. Don't do some of the things right some of the time. Do all of the things right all of the time. If you do that, you always are putting your best foot forward for your client. And, you know, our team day in and day out gets it done. And, you know, you think about it, to postpone only five auctions over 2,000 a span of 23 years, that takes a huge team commitment. And then to get the proven results that the Pfeiffer's team gets year in and year out, day in and day out, uh, it's just a testament to the character and the integrity and the hard work, perseverance of this remarkable team that you and I have been a part of for 23 years. And, you know, Jim, you and I have known each other for a long time, uh, going back 30-plus years. Um, God, it's hard to believe we must have met when we were about 10 years old, right, Jim? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, t- I, had to, I told my girls that story. You know, the first time I ever met you is when you are in the uh, assistant ag director. You're in the ag department there at the Capitol. And then I met you through your other jobs and you know, we always seem to have a pretty good relationship and, and, uh, you know, when our kids were growing up, we were at the same conventions together and they were all playing out in the hallway in their diapers. And, and you think a lot of, a lot of things have transponded since then. And, uh, when you talk about the, the character and, and everything, I can vouch for, there's a lot of characters in our company, but, uh, you know, we all get along <laughs> you got and, right. and uh, want to help each other out. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we all help each other out. doesn't matter if it's 
if it's your sale or my sale or or Steve Links out in the valley or Darren Petersons or Corey Longnecker's, um, we're always willing to go help some of those guys out and and give them a hand. And and I think that's what sets us apart from most uh, other companies uh, that are doing the same thing is uh, how we we help everybody out and and we're just looking out for the best interest of our clients uh, for the company not just ourselves but for the clients of our company you know uh you talked about family a little bit uh, you know since it's the christmas weekend we talked a little bit about this i know you and i used to go to conventions together and bring our families and everything and uh i saw on facebook here the other day you dancing with grand your grandkids at your 60th birthday party uh, I thought that was kind of cool. So now another generation there. You move pretty good for a 60-year-old, man. I got to be careful because... Uh, you know what? I, I, still, I still got it. You do, I man. I still got it. Yeah, um, you're, you're impressive, but you man. you know, who would have yeah, who would have thought that, uh, you know, I'd uh, hit another decade and got grandkids and, and uh, you know, it's just, it just makes it well worth it. And, and that's one thing I will say through the whole process of, you know, I think I'm starting my 17th year. I'm in 16 and a half going 17 years, but one thing you've always preached is families um, come first and you, and uh, you know, always do what you best for the family first. And, and that's, that's another thing that I think that's why we have such a, a great team effort because, you know, family always has been put first throughout the whole company. And, and I think that's been a big plus. So it's been a, a fun 16, 17, starting my 17th year. Uh, times have changed, times have moved on and we've adapted. And I think our company is, probably adapted the, the fastest in, um, and uh, with, with a lot of things and with our marketing department, um, with the way the internet's gone, I, I think uh, everything kind of just moved right into another level and we didn't really miss a beat. No, I agree with that. Hey, you know, we got only got a couple minutes left before we get, uh, get you know, this is going to be our last segment of the day. Uh, I want to talk to you about your daughter, Haley, a little bit, they, and her and her husband and family, they're raising that quality beef now. So another generation of Sabbies raising quality beef. Tell, just give in a minute here a, a quick plug for what they got going on. Young young family in their 20s doing this. You know, they're the fifth generation of my family uh, continuing ranching. Uh, we started in 1907, but she's continuing uh, the, the family ranch, and, and uh, they raise registered Red Angus. Uh, they sell beef. Uh, throughout the whole United States, uh, fat beef for people, anybody want anything for their, their freezers. My son-in-law does leather work. I, I always say both him and her should have been born in the 1800s because, man, I tell you what, they'd have lived well in the Old West days. You know, they like being on a horse, and, and uh, they do things that way. But, um, you know, it's just another family starting up here, and, and they're doing very well with their cattle, uh, the livestock. Uh, and then, of course, she's got a, a full-time job also, but, he stays home and takes care of the livestock and does his leather work and and he ships leather work all across the United States. Also, the last shipment I saw was cleared uh, down to Dallas, Texas, that he's shipping this leather work. But they do a lot of things to keep moving. But uh, it's kind of nice to see. Like I said, my grandson now is a sixth generation um, of the Sabbies to be in in uh, North Dakota, and it's kind of fun to watch uh, how everything is you know moved from when she had uh, ten cows to now they're up to. I think about a hundred registered cows. That's awesome. Red Angus and, uh, you know, and they're, they're selling bread heifers or excuse me, replacement heifers are selling bulls this year. And, and, uh, so it's just kind of fun to, you know, she always tagged along with me when I had the feedlot, when I was running the cows and, 
And uh, a lot of guys, a lot of people asked my son-in-law about the cattle, and he said, "You got to talk to Haley. She's the one that knows everything about the cattle." So she learned it, just, uh, yeah, and she learned it, and she learned it from you. You're the best, folks. You've been listening to America's Land Auctioneer. I'm Kevin Pfeiffer. Jim Savvy from Bowman, North Dakota, joining me today. Appreciate it, Jim. Merry Christmas, everybody. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at info at pfeiffers.com or call us toll free eight seven 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 hundred four zero nine nine. Nobody does it better than the team at Pfeiffer's. Jim, Merry. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys and to all out there and be safe and uh, Happy New Year. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you.